I welcome you to this Veterans Day Chapel service. Uh, we are honored that many of our students and our faculty and staff are veterans, and in many ways they may be invisible to us, uh, but not today. And so I invite you to be seated for a moment, and we have two announcements that are important for you to hear. Kira. Thank you. I'd just like to invite everyone on December 7th um, in Port Arnimi, um at the CB Museum. There's going to be um, an event held in um, honoring the victims of Pearl Harbor, and I'd like to invite you all. I will um, also be exhibiting a mural um, for homecoming, and that will also be on display on that day. So I'd, I'd like to invite you all to, if you have never been to the, the CB Museum, please come in and join us. And Jeanette. This Saturday, um, during the football game, we are having a tribute to veterans. We invite all veterans to come out and participate. We are having a lunch um, at 1130, and the game starts at 1230. During halftime, we'll have a tribute and a band, and it will be a great time. So we hope to see all the veterans and all the CLU supporters. Friends, God is among us, creator, redeemer, sustainer. Amen. Would you pray with me? Gracious and holy one, we come to you with the clutter and chaff of our lives, seeking wholeness and renewal and reconciliation. Meet us where we hold treasured memories deep within our heart. Greet us with the richness of your grace, manifest within the loving relationships of our lives. Walk with us into the newness of this autumn season, bestowing your rich harvest of abundance upon us. I ask this in your name. Amen.
Thank you, Aklupella. That was wonderful. A reading from Joshua, chapter 1. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Good morning. My name is Michael Arndt. Uh, In 1969, I was drafted while teaching high school in my home state of Minnesota. I was inducted into the United States Army and served as a combat infantryman in Vietnam. I participated in 52 combat helicopter assaults and more than 30 firefights. Seven of my best Seven of my best friends have their names on the wall of the Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C. I have been a professor of theater arts at CLU for the past 31 years. For most of those years, only a few of my colleagues and students knew that I was a veteran. I'm the theater guy, the Shakespeare guy. I'm opening a play tonight, Trojan Women, Black Box Theater. (laughs) Veterans don't wear their uniforms, at least not on their outsides. In, the midst, in our midst today, unseen and without uniforms, are many other faculty, staff, and students who serve their country in the armed services. According to Maria Conkey, the registrar, there are 16 traditional undergraduate student vets, 19 graduate student vets, 14 ADEP student vets. In addition, there are 18 dependents of active service members enrolled at CLU. The total number of vets and dependents is 67. Do you recognize them as you teach them, as you sit next to them in your classes? Where are they? In the cafeteria, in the centrum, the bookstore, the fitness center, athletic venues, performance venues, or today in this chapel. Chances are you rarely know what they have done. They don't think of themselves as being special. As in the reading from Joshua, they were strong and courageous as they served, doing their duty. From time to time, they may have been frightened and dismayed, They are, after all, human beings like you and me. They place themselves in the service of our country. In this week, at the end of a very long and very contentious political campaign in which it was easy to find ourselves in strictly red or blue positions, it is fitting to come together today, just before Veterans Day, to recognize those who have served the red, white, and blue. To have them step out of their anonymity and proudly accept our gratitude. I would now like any veteran who have served for any amount of time in any of the armed forces and any dependents of veterans or currently serving military personnel to please stand and 
recognize, be recognized and have them greet us with our applause. Would those veterans please stand in the auditorium? Today, I've asked two of my colleagues and three students to share briefly what Veterans Day means to them. For me, on Veterans Day, it's easy to transport my mind back 40 years. I can feel the weight of my backpack, the touch of the M16, the sound of the Huey helicopter rotor blades, the smell of the Vietnam jungle. Most of all, I see and remember those young faces with whom I've served, especially those who didn't come back. Padge, Snowshoe, Davis, Doc, Buck, Pete, and Mickey. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Thank you, Michael. My name is Kira Schaff. I'm a student here. I'm an art major and a sociology minor. And I wanted to come before you to share my story as a, a military wife and a mom. Um, while I've never actually served as an active duty member myself, um, I have experienced um, deployments alongside my husband and his absence has um, has had an effect on our family. So I, I wanted to come before you and, and share some of my, my, our experiences. Um, well, Veterans Day for me means hearing the family stories of World War II and Vietnam and how our family served in, in all of the, the wars. And um, it is also fitting that, that I have married a, a military service member myself. Um, so I wanted to share also what it means not just to be on the front lines, but to be the front, on the front lines and the home front, and how the military wives, on their behalf, <laughs> um, while we may not be in, in the combat ourselves, we're behind with our families, teaching them what the flag means and what that service represents, or where daddy's at, <laughs> what daddy's doing, or for the military service mothers. Um, they also have the opportunity to teach their, their children what what this means, what today means. While it's a little embarrassing to admit that we qualify for uh, food stamps, I will, would like to share that some of the most important handouts have been the prayers of those who have gotten on their, literally gotten on their knees <laughs> and prayed with me during those deployments. While our family has, has made um, big sacrifices, I'd like to share that and recognize my husband and his service and how I know that at the drop of the dime, he would, he would give his life to protect all of us. And so I'd like to recognize him today as well as um, to encourage everyone to keep praying for those who serve our country, to keep praying for our troops and for also those military families who are left behind. Thanks, Kara. Um, hello, my name is Bill Rosser, and I'm the Vice President for Student Affairs here at the University and the Dean of Students. Uh, but I'm also a Marine um, who served in the Corps, the Marine Corps, from 1968 to 1972. I also spent a very long year in Vietnam in 1968 and 1969. Uh, 
where I was with Delta Company in the 1st Battalion of the 26 Marines. And on the latter half of my four years in the Marine Corps, I was in the Silent Drill Platoon out of Washington, D.C. for one year. And then I was with a security detail at the presidential retreat at Camp David, Maryland. And yes, while there, um, I briefly met President Nixon as well as uh, a few of the central figures in what became the Watergate scandal that brought down the Nixon presidency. But for me, Veterans Day is about some very specific people I served with in Vietnam, and we were all way too young. Uh, There are people in my squad like Bill Rowland, no relation to our football stadium, Um, Gogo Gomez, and Red Wills. Uh, To our platoon commander and our platoon sergeant, my name may have been Private Rosser, uh, but to them I was just Billy. Uh, Bill was our squad leader. He was uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, and he always took uh, really great care of his guys. Uh, Gogo was from New York City and was wounded three times that year. Bill, Gogo, and I, we all made it home. Uh, In fact, Gogo and I even flew home together on the same airplane, uh, and I had just turned 20. Red didn't make it. Um, He was a big, um, gentle giant from Tennessee, who always kept um, a small pocket-sized New Testament, about this size, uh, with him in his flag jacket. And Red was killed when he tripped off a mine, um, what we called a booby trap, um, while he was carrying another wounded Marine to a medevac helicopter. So uh, it's hard. Um, So Red Wills is the veteran who is uh, on my mind today. He died as he lived every day. He lived, he died, um, excuse me, uh, serving his country. Uh, taking care of his friends, and helping someone else. Um, This is a fellow veteran on my mind today, like so many others whose names are on the wall. He was a truly good man who died too young. Thank you, Bill, for sharing that. My name is Sarah Bergeron, and I'm a student here at CLU. I'm a biochemistry major. I'm also a veteran, and I'm also a military spouse. I served from 2008 to 2011, and I was a Petty Officer Second Class Aviation Structural Mechanic. I was stationed in Lemoore, California for about three years, and I was at FRC West in Strike Fighter Squadron 122. I was an F-18 Super Hornet Jet Mechanic, believe it or not, and um, I had some good times. And I had some bad times. Um, I made a lot of great friends, and I also met my husband during those times. When I joined the Navy in 2008, I just came out of high school. The economy was horrible, kind of like now, I guess. But (laughs) And I told my parents, I'm joining the Navy. And I was the first one ever in my family to ever join the military. My family was devastated. They couldn't believe that their beautiful little daughter their youngest child wanted to join the military during wartime. They couldn't understand. But after years of my service and now married to a service member, they understand that the sacrifice I made wasn't for me, it was for them, it was for my family, and it was for my country. My husband, he's been in the Navy 11 years. He's also an aviation structural mechanic, and he is currently deployed in the Persian Gulf on the USS Dennis. When he left, I remember just asking him to to please let me take his place. We served the same job, and I didn't want him to leave his son 
I wanted to take his place. I wanted to be the one that goes. But now I'm here as a single step-parent, brand new married, taking care of his six-year-old son while also his mother is on deployment. And Veterans Day reminds me that my sacrifice isn't just for me, it's, it's for everyone. And my protection for his son is in the best of hearts. And that every day I think of the people that I served with, the people that I know that has passed on, and the veterans that are still around today. And I thank them all for their service, and I'm very happy you guys all came today to hear our stories. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. My name is uh, Bruce Gillies, and um, I'm the uh, uh, professor in the School of Management. And um, I want to talk to you a little bit about today about my experience as a veteran and what today's veteran, Veterans Day service means to me. Um, I think of the Navy song, Anchors Away, My Boys, Anchors Away, Farewell to College Joys, We Sail at Break of Day. Many of our students here today will be doing that same thing, sailing for unknown shores after they leave CLU and not knowing what's ahead of them. It's, it was my honor and privilege to be able to serve in the Navy. Um, my uh, distant relative, uh, Sergeant Thompson, fought in the Revolutionary War. And since then, uh, my grandfather fought in World War I. My mom and dad fought in World War II. My mother was a cryptologic technician, and my father was in the Army Corps of Engineers. Um, and uh, I was relatively pleased when in 1977, when I, uh, right after I graduated high school, I found out that I was not going to have to be drafted. Um, I figured I had a choice then what I was going to do, but it wasn't really a choice. I knew that I was going to join the military at some point. Um, I was fortunate to serve under many um, excellent leaders, um, a fellow by the name of John McCain was my very first commanding officer in the Navy. I served on the USS Forrestal uh, as on the flight deck until they found out I could type. Then they stuck me down in the Human Resources Office. I worked in there for six years and um, found out that I preferred working with my hands and uh, became a gas turbine systems technician and worked in engine rooms on destroyers. Uh, I found out that um, they put me in many different places. I worked in a print shop, meteorology shop, master at arms, was a brig chaser, and uh, did various other jobs. So I thought, well, might as well tell all the people about the different jobs that are available and uh, became a career counselor. So I was a career counselor for the last several years and I retired as a Master Chief Navy counselor. Um, many of the veterans that are here today, again, as been noted, um, you, you won't know that because they, uh, they give them themselves freely, but they very seldom will tell you um, flat out that they are a veteran and that, that they deserve your respect, but we certainly know that they do. So thank you very much for your time today. Thank you, Bruce. My name is Jen Zimmerman. I served in the United States Navy on board USS Boxer, LHD-4. That's code for amphibious warship. Um, we were also known as the Marines Taxi Cab, and we gladly took our Marines over, dropped them off, let them do the hard work, and if we were lucky, we got to bring them all back. Um, unfortunately, on my first deployment, there were five Marines that did not get to come back on the return trip. So I remember them when I think of my military service. Um, I was an information systems technician. Um, I was your computer nerd on the ship. Not my kind of style now, anyways. Um, <laughs> but Veterans Day to me is about not being invisible. After we leave the service, we're talked back, or tossed back into society, which operates at a completely different pace than the military. I left the Navy in 2007, right before the economy tanked. I started a family, and I tried to find my way back into civilian life. It was really weird, 
and it was really awkward. But I found my way to college, and I began taking college courses. I knew I needed my education to succeed in a career, but I didn't know where I was going or what I was going to do. Life threw me a huge curveball. Uh, within a year's time frame, I found myself a single mother of two beautiful children. I relocated to Simi Valley, and I was left with nothing really going for me but my GI Bill. When I started at CLU, I was really excited to know that I was coming closer to getting my degree, even though I still wasn't quite sure what I was going to do with it. When classes started, I felt really isolated and really alone. There was nobody I could really relate to. All the students were 10 years younger than me, and they had roommate and boyfriend issues when I had potty training and VA paperwork issues. So I knew there were other veterans out there, but I couldn't find them. So I did what the good Lutheran student would do. I went and found them. I asked questions. Um, I started the Veterans Club, and I wanted to find my people, the ones who have the shared experiences of the military and trying to adjust back into this crazy society. Through starting the Veterans Club, I found my calling. I found my passion. I found what I wanted to be when I grew up. And that is, I want to serve other veterans. I don't want any other veteran to feel the way I did when I was coming back into society, um, not in the life or in college classrooms. It doesn't have to be hard, and it doesn't have to be difficult. They just need someone that they can talk to and understand. Veterans Day, to me, is recognizing that veterans are among all of us. We are unique and diverse as they come, but the shared common experiences that we have should be celebrated today and every day.
Let us pray. Almighty God, we commend to your gracious care and keeping all the men and women of our armed forces, all veterans and their families, and all who serve this country at home and abroad. In trials, watch over them. When peace prevails, guard them from all evil. And in good time, bring them home safely. Hear us, O God. Mighty God, Father of all, compassionate God, Mother of all, whose Son commanded us to love our enemies, lead them and us from prejudice to truth. Deliver them and us from hatred, cruelty, and revenge. Equip us to work for reconciliation and restoration in all things. Hear us, O God. We pray for our nation. Make us, who come from many nations with many languages, a united people that delights in our many different gifts. Give to those whom we have entrusted with authority, especially those who have been elected to public office, the spirit of wisdom, that there might be justice and peace in our land. Hear us, O God. Spirit of God, abide within us and fill us with your love. Help us to live with grace in this world as we serve our brothers and sisters in your name. In humble acts, help us to minister to others, just as you have ministered to us from the beginning, by lovingly providing for our needs and attending to us. Encourage us in our daily work of loving our neighbors as ourselves. In all this, in your name, we pray. Amen. Please stand for our Lord's benediction. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen.